everyone, welcome back to Sunday Glow. My name is Isa. <laughs> and I'm Christine. And I'm Leanne. And today we're going to be chatting about navigating college or navigating your careers through college. We each have our own experiences that are pretty different, so we hope that you'll be able to relate to one of us or take inspiration from one of us. Um, just to start things off, because I feel like we're not really doing the Sunday Intentions or our favorites anymore, but we can talk about our favorite thing that's happened in the past week. So, Issa, Leanne, and I are all traveling um, right now together, which has been really fun. So, what would you guys say is the most fun or most memorable thing that has happened to you during this trip? Leanne, you start. <laughs> oh my god. This trip has just flashed before my eyes. I can't remember anything. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> well, we were in Athens for three days. Yeah. And now we're currently in Santorini, which has been really fun. So we're not really like that far into the trip yet, but I feel like we've still had a lot happen to us in the meantime. Yeah, we went to see the Parthenon the first day and did a tour of that. And then we... The second day we went shopping, which was also a lot of fun. Christine did a lot of damage. Um, and then we came to Santorini, and the line to get into our flight was oh, literally was eight hours, like, not eight hours, literally, like, two and a half hours long. Literally, just to put in perspective, there was one check-in agent for the entire plane. Mm -hmm. And the flight was delayed because of it. So it was very hectic and kind of annoying in the moment but luckily we were there two hours before our like 55 minute flight so all was good yeah and then today in Santorini we just chilled by the pool and now we're in a jacuzzi oh yes living it up mm -hmm. what would you say is your favorite part of the trip my favorite part's probably I liked the shopping and the Parthenon both mm -hmm. I feel like we got the best of both worlds yeah about you um i would say my favorite part so far was the tour which sounds interesting interesting really? <laughs> only oh. because i've never really done tours like guided tours with people before and it was just really cool to like learn i mean it got really hot really quickly but i'm actually happy to hear that because i thought you were bored these no days. i thought so I was too. Like, oh no like i i don't know i just thought you were like, you were just doing this just to do it? No, no. I, like, my family doesn't really do tours when we travel, so I thought it was a really nice change, and I, I liked it. And it was really interesting, especially in just a place where there's so much history. So I would say that's my favorite part so far. Leanne? Yeah, I liked the tour as well. I liked going to the Acropolis Museum. Yeah, that yeah. was so fun. Yeah. yeah. I would say that's what made it worth it, which is interesting because that was the optional part. Yeah. But I think the museum part made it worth it for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, all right, so, navigating careers during college. Like Issa said, we kind of had three different perspectives going into college. Um, Leanne and I actually met because we both wanted to study pre-med going into college, and then I decided to switch, so Leanne's stuck with what she's been doing. I switched, and then Issa didn't really know what she wanted to do when she got into college, so I think we have three very different perspectives. And two of us ended up similar, mm -hmm. and two of us went in together similar. So I think it's just really interesting. Um, 
So yeah. Do you want to start? With, how do you want to do it We'll start with like a little spiel on how our first year of college went for us because I think that was a very pivotal time for us. Um, I came into college thinking that I wanted to be pre-med. I like was in all the classes that I needed to be in for that. And then I happened to take a business school class because I was living next to the business school, like the dorm next to the business school. And I really, really loved it. That's when I ended up switching to it. And then I interned in corporate America and I thought it was really cool. So that's kind of my story on it. Do you want to kind of give your little spiel? I came into college not knowing what I wanted to do. At our school, we have to take like certain classes to fulfill requirements that aren't related to our major. So I was taking those classes. I really enjoyed my architecture class. So I knew I wanted to minor in that, but I really switched around from a lot of things like I just jumped from every major. Like one week I was philosophy major, the next week I was architecture. Yeah, economics major. Like I was just one remember I wanted to do like sustainability architecture. Yes, and you said B school was the bane of your existence. And I said I hated the business school. I said I will never join the business school. Um and then I joined the business school. <laughs> I realized it was I feel like it's kind of the best thing to do if you don't know exactly what you want to do because you open up a lot of opportunities for yourself. Um, so that's kind of how I got to that point. What about you? I um, wanted to do a neuroscience major um, when I came to Emory, but my pre-major advisor was a music professor, and she... Um, asked me to play for her and I played for her and she was like oh you should audition and I was like I'm not sure because my relationship with music is very complicated when I was young it was like revolving around like competition and practicing and a lot of comparisons and I never really enjoyed that and then once I kind of got into high school and then in college I started getting into music therapy and I really enjoyed how music could kind of like be used not just for like my personal enjoyment but to like heal others so I think it paired well with my neuroscience major. So when I did research, it like paired, my research paired like both music and neuroscience together. So I kind of stuck with that and did pre-med. Um, and now I'm in my gap year and I'm spending the first part of my gap year traveling with these two ladies. <laughs> so yeah. How do you like it so far? It's great. <laughs> It's phenomenal. Did you ever feel pressure to switch from pre-med to another major or, or like profession? Pre-med? Yeah. I don't think I felt pressure to keep pre-med. I actually, like, in the beginning, like, yeah, like, pre-med was, like, what I was, like, wanting to do. But I think as I did, like, different things, like music therapy, for example, I was like, oh, maybe I want to be a music therapist. Or, oh, maybe I want to be a physical therapist. Or maybe... I don't know. A lot of different tracks. There's a lot of different healthcare fields. I think I wanted to stay in the healthcare field. You just didn't know what exactly. Right. And then I also thought about, you know, doing... I just wanted to take a lot of different classes to see what everything was like. And I think after experiencing everything, like, I'm pretty certain this is what I want to do. Um, but in the beginning, I was also confused. I may not have acted like it, but... Yeah, I it definitely like you knew what you were doing. Yeah, but I wasn't. <laughs> I I just um I don't know. 
but I'm glad I got to take a lot of different classes and explore different fields. Um, What's one piece of advice you'd have for people who don't know what they want to do? Be open to all your experiences in college, and not in college, just outside of college too, and um, listen to your advisors. They also probably know what's going on. There are there are a lot of majors that people don't want to do because they think that it's not going to lead to anywhere. Yeah. Right. So what would you say about that? So why so why am I being <laughs> asked all the questions? I would say just like do what you like, and then I think once you find what you're really passionate about, there's always ways to build something around it. So maybe you're really interested in sustainability, but you don't think you can build a fulfilling career out of it. Like there might be potential for that in like ways that you never even imagined. So for me, like it sounds annoying, but I reached out to like a lot of different people who were working in different industries that I wanted to explore and just asked them for 15 minutes to like, ask them what they do like what are they interested in like how do they get to where they're at like I think just learning about other people's experiences is so eye-opening to like what's out there because when I came into college I didn't even know what corporate America was because I didn't have family who worked in corporate America so I would say like just being able to be surrounded by people at Emory it made me really open to like the whole potential for careers which is even that is like limited in that sense so I would say definitely take a lot of different classes. I think that's the one nice thing about Emory is that it's a liberal arts college, so they require you to take a lot of, like, random classes in different areas. Um, so I would say don't focus too hard, especially in your freshman year when you don't really have to. Um, kind of just take the time to explore, even if you think you know what you want to do. Like, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, like, 100%, like, I had my like life planned out for like the next 10 years when I came to college, but then that quickly changed after I just took a random class during ad job swap period in the business school and I really loved it. So I would say just go in open-minded, even if you are set on what you want to do, kind of like you were. So. Yeah. It always seems like everybody has their life figured out, but that's never the case. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I wouldn't say like, don't, go into any direction when you first join college or like don't wait too long when you're in college to choose a direction because I think that could also be a bad thing to do but I think that just being open very early on and then choosing a few paths to go on go on and like exploring those more would be the smart way to approach making the most and figuring out what you want to do with your career and honestly like even if you don't know what you want to do and you kind of just you know you're like let's say you're a sophomore second year at the end and you're like I still don't know what I want to do do just pick whatever classes you like the best and a lot of times what you do in undergrad doesn't really determine what you do afterwards so Mm -hmm. even us sitting here we don't really know what we want to do for the rest of our lives you kind of in my opinion you kind of just choose something based on the options that you're given and you think yeah this you know I can I'm interested enough that I can get good grades I can get a good GPA in this major because I I'm interested in the material and after undergrad you have so much time to figure out exactly what you want to do yeah I would also say if you're interested in business like I know people like kind of crap on it a little bit about like consulting, but I think consulting is a really great way to like learn about new businesses if you don't know what you want to do or like what area of business or what industry you want to go in. I think it's honestly a great way to 
learn about all these different industries and meet professionals in different industries. Um, so I would say, like, I would have definitely gone that route if I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And I still don't know what, exactly what I want to do, but I think there's still a lot of value in that as well. So I didn't even know that existed when I came to college. I didn't know what consulting was. But Speaking of consulting, what's one thing you wish you'd known before you came into Emory or the business school? Mm. About, like your professional life. Hmm. For me, I wish I'd known that the business school, I don't know if that's every business school, but I feel like a lot of them really push investment banking and consulting. Yeah. Because that's what makes a lot of money when you come right out of college, and that's what looks really good for the business school. So they want as many of their students as possible to go into consulting and investment banking. Um, And so they'll kind of... I don't know if it's intentionally, but they'll kind of make it seem like those are the only two options. And they give you a lot of resources. They give you a lot of resources for only those two. So if you don't know any better, you kind of feel like, you know, if you want to make any money when you're leaving college, then that's the way to go. And as I got older, and I fell into that thing, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't want to do investment banking. So here I am for consulting, but I, I don't know if I want to do that either. But I'm just gonna do it, you know. Um, as you get older, you realize that there's a lot more opportunities and it doesn't just revolve around investment banking or consulting. So that's something I wish I knew. I would say I wish I knew more about entrepreneurship going into college. Maybe that kind of walks into the realm of what Issa was just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I didn't really, I don't know, my family just, I think it was just what I was exposed to like growing up. I was never exposed to business. I was never exposed to um, that kind of, like, starting a business, running a business, being consulting, being investment banking. So I kind of went through the stages that any college student would when they joined the business school. Like, I was, I wanted to be an investment banker, then I wanted to be a consultant, and then I was like, oh, no, now I want to do brand management. Um, but I kind of got to the entrepreneurship part of it towards the end of my college experience because I didn't really know about it until that point where I was like, oh, I just want to do my own thing. And then I realized, okay, this is entrepreneurship. I need to start my own business one day. So you wish you'd known about it sooner? Yeah, because I feel like I would have had a lot more time to, yeah. like, work on a business and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So what about you, Leanne? Um, what I wish I knew about, like, coming into Emory before you yeah. came Emory? I think I wish... I was more informed about the mental health resources on Mm. campus. I think that's very underutilized. Um, I just wish I had paid more attention to my mental health as soon as I came into college and throughout college. Um, Just because I feel like that's an important part of our life that we kind of don't pay attention to sometimes. Just because everything's just go, go, go. Yeah. So that would be the one thing... I wish I would have known more about maybe um, being more open to asking questions, not feeling like embarrassed when asking questions or like being worried about like feeling like imposter syndrome or things like that. So I don't know, just more open to asking questions for resources. What would you guys say was like the biggest toll on your kind of career navigating journey? from the pandemic and kind of how that impacted college. The biggest toll the pandemic had on 
Your career. My career. Yeah. Do you think you would have taken a gap year if you didn't have the pandemic? I don't think I would have, actually. Really? No. So what, why? Why do you, what do you think the pandemic did that made you want to take a gap year? Um, I think I was feeling burnt out. But I feel like, you know, studying for the MCAT, fracturing my back. Yeah. A lot of things, things happened, happened to you, actually. So I was like, I, I don't think I should. I'm not ready right now. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to take a year break. A lot of physical and mental tolls. Yeah. So. And now that I think about it, I, don't, I, I couldn't have applied if I wanted to last year. Just because that summer was when my injury happened. Mm. And the summer was, like, my recovery. But right now, like, I'm writing all my essays. Yeah. And so I would have been have been able to do any of that yeah um the biggest toll I had on my career actually I think the pandemic helped me realize like become more self-aware mm. to be honest in what way it just made me realize like oh maybe I need to like slow down a little bit even though like it's hard for me to slow down but the pandemic kind of made me realize like with classes and all these things like with everything being online how much I valued things being in person but like when things were like in person I never appreciated that just because I never knew what the loss of it felt like yeah so I think once it happened I was like oh I really want to enjoy my time when it's in person so it made me just really think to like how I need to maybe like slow down a little bit more. And my back injury also helped me realize I need to slow down a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it physically forced you yes, to slow down. Exactly. Like a lot of times when you get really sick or hurt or mm -hmm. something that physically requires you to slow down, most of the time like it's I've experienced it where you look back and you're like, thank God that happened. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that yeah. was really telling me something about yeah. myself. Like yeah. it can be a sickness, it can be yeah. But I really do believe it's something out there looking out for you, saying you clearly have not been paying attention to yourself. Right. You've been going, going, going. So now we need to do something where it makes you physically stop if that's the only way that you're going to pay attention to yourself. Right. So I feel like a lot of times that's the case. Yeah. yeah. I think the pandemic did that. Mm. Like the For a lot of people, yeah. Slowing down. Yeah. I think the pandemic definitely made me more self-aware. It allowed me more time to, like, just relax. I feel like over freshman and sophomore year, it was just, like, go, 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 go. Like, yeah. there was no stop. I remember I had a calendar that was, like, every hour of the day, and I would fill it up and, like, budget, crazy. like, 15 minutes to walk from, like, one side of campus to the other side or, like, plan to go to lunch with you guys or, like, whatever it was. My life was just so planned. And then... The pandemic came, and I, I, don't, I don't think I've used a planner like that since I was, like, a freshman or sophomore, which is crazy to me, but now I use Google Calendar, which is pretty similar, but still. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I also really like the virtual setting. I think, obviously, sometimes it's better to be in person. Most times it's better to be in person, but I think there also are a lot of benefits mm -hmm. to being virtual. Like, I worked virtually this summer, and... I, or last summer actually, but I worked virtually for my internship and I just really liked that it was virtual because you get to kind of throw yourself into this new environment and be able to kind of still be in your own environment, if that makes sense, because I'm sitting in my room 
doing all these Zoom meetings and um, doing work and stuff like that. So it's like comfortable. But when you go into an entire new office in person, in a new city with all these new people, it can kind of be very overwhelming all at once. So I'm kind of excited and glad that that happened that way just because now that I'm going back to like my same team and everything, I can like go in with like a feeling a little bit less overwhelmed or ideally, I don't know, we'll find out in August, but um, I think that it kind of breaks the barrier knowing that like I had a whole summer with them and was able to like get to know people even over the internet versus like throwing myself in the deep end by going in person, which obviously is going to happen at some point in my life, but it would be, it was nice to not have to do that for the previous summer. Yeah. Yeah. I think the pandemic made me a lot more grateful Mm -hmm. as well. Like, I feel like you say like you enjoy a virtual setting. I, and I, like sometimes do too. Like you know, sometimes having a meeting on Zoom is a lot more convenient. Yeah. But I think the pandemic made me realize like there's a lot of disparities. In yeah. The world. Like healthcare disparities, all types of disparity. Like we FaceTimed each other when we got bored during the pandemic because we were quarantined. But like there's so many people without iPads, without phones, without like laptops or anything, and they can't talk to family, friends, or even set up like an appointment. So it made me like. Yeah, really. I think it just shocked everyone and made them reevaluate. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was also a time when a lot of political stuff was going on. Right. Yeah. And people, and the reason why so much political stuff was going on was because people had the time to, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. You know, there's, it was it was all going on before. None of the stuff right. that was happening was new. Right. But people actually had a second of their day to think about what was happening rather than just see it on their phone right. as a news pop up and be like. Okay, well, I have shit to do, so I'm going to continue to Yeah, right. So it made everyone just stop and reevaluate ev- a lot, almost everything in their life. So hopefully it makes people in the long term a little bit more grateful, aware, and appreciative. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Have you guys uh, thought about your long-term careers? Issa's shaking her head no. That's a, that's, a, that's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. I don't even know the answer to it, so I'm not sure why I asked, but... I think it's best just to keep an open mind. I mean, I... I well, know, how do you balance that? I know a lot of people like to plan. Like, you love to plan. Yeah. And I don't know if... I don't know. Maybe when I'm older, I'll be, regret the way I look <laughs> at it. Maybe I'll be like, I wish I planned. But... I just have faith that everything will work out. It's just like when I was in high school, I was so worried about going to college. And, you know, was the college that I ended up going to my number one choice? No. But it worked out. It all worked out. I could have planned some completely different college experience, but that was a waste of my time because I didn't end up going. So I, I just have faith that at the end of the day, I'll be happy and I'll be doing what I want and... I'm just going with the flow. Like, you just take the opportunities as they come. Like, with the business school, I had no idea. I could never have planned for that. Yeah. Or, but the opportunity arrives, you think things through, and then you take it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life shit happens. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm the opposite. You're very much the opposite. <laughs> I'm like, well, for me, I... You are very opposite, but yeah. how can you... How do you know? Well, I... The thing is, for me, is I... Always just focus on what I can control and let go of what I can't, which sounds cliche, but it is what I do. And I just, like, will plan the next eight to ten years, but know that it's not set in stone. So 
obviously my eight-year, 10-year plan, which I literally have in my notes, changes very frequently. Um, and that's why my mom probably gets annoyed with me because I'm always like, what do you want to do next? And um, she's like, Christine, you need to like chill. Like yesterday you wanted to do this and now you want to do that. So like it always changes, but I think I just love planning and like thinking about like what could be of a future and a career. Um, and I also think it opens doors for in my head because yeah, it's like manifestation kind of. Mani- yeah. yeah, manifestation or just like getting to know about different things, like certain programs that exist in the world, or mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I, regr- I want to work on that a little bit. Is mm. I think I'm so afraid of failure that I don't let myself dream about it. Like you do, you'll uh. dream about everything, anything that could be. But I'm so afraid of failure that I'm like. I'm just not going to even think that far ahead because yeah. I don't want to dream about this because if I don't get it and I likely won't, I just don't, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I don't know about as many opportunities as you do because mm-hmm. I don't think about it. I don't mm-hmm. research about it. I don't, that's not what I do. I just take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think there's a good balance between yeah. the two. There's pros and cons to each. Yeah, I agree. It's hard because it's like, I mean, I think for me, my perspective is that I try to, maybe because I plan too much, there's so many options out there, and I'm, like, always, like, looking into different things, that when one thing doesn't work out, I'm okay with it, Mm -hmm. because I'm, like, well, if I try a hundred things, at least one will work out, so, I think that's the approach I took with internships, and I think that, because I remember getting, like, hundreds of rejections Mm -hmm. before I got one that worked out. Yeah, but that's how you do it. Exactly, so... I mean, it's all about how you approach it. And I think either way, it works out. Like, both of us are... I think both of us are happy with where we're going and, like, everything that we're doing. So, and you too, Leanne. Leanne's, like, such a hard worker. We're literally sitting by the pool today, and she's just writing her essays and, like, doing the most. <laughs> this Why vacation... Do you feel burnt out? No. Not right now. That's good. That's Would you right feel now, burnt feel out relaxed. before this? Um, I think during my honors thesis, I was a little bit burnt out. Yeah. And MCAT, having that back-to-back. After the MCAT, though, I've been feeling really okay. Yeah, Leanne, like, finished the MCAT. She had her honors thesis. She graduated from college. And then she's like, I'm going to coach a soccer team. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, that was fun. That was so fun. <laughs> she's just crazy. She's, she's always go, 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 go. Have you ever had a break? Yes, right now. <laughs> this isn't a break. I mean, no, it I is a break, like, but it isn't a break. I know what you mean. Yeah. I feel like I, I have had a break this, um, what is it, this summer. Really? Yes, yeah. Oh, that's good. I, everyone yeah. needs it. No one can go all the yeah. time. Yeah. No matter who you are. Yeah. Like, the soccer team, that wasn't, like, something... That was a that was a fun thing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get back into the sport because I played all throughout high school. Mm-hmm. But... Obviously, when I'm studying for the MCAT, I have to dedicate my time to that. Honor thesis, honor thesis. But actually, my spring semester of senior year, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I loved going to the senior crossover oh, event. Yeah. I loved going out for some of the nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I actually enjoyed it. I can't remember what happened in my fall semester. I feel like for me, my senior year was just so busy. Like. Yeah. I don't know why, because I know everybody has a very different, like, year, Mm -hmm. but it was just really busy and stressful. Yeah. So, glad that's over, but kind of sad that college is over. I know. I wish we had an extra year. I do too. It's because we lost one. Yeah. So, 
I mean, that's okay. Everything happens for a reason. Mm hmm Yeah. We learned very valuable lessons from it. Mm-hmm. What are what are like life lessons that you've learned from the pandemic that will prepare you for your like jobs? Mm, that's a good question. Life lessons that I've learned from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think the life lesson that I learned is that I don't have to be like everyone else. I think sophomore year especially and honestly freshman year when I was kind of moving and shifting from pre-med to business I was like, okay like I have to be IB or okay I have to go into consulting mm-hmm. and then I like knew I was doing like these different camps so I knew I wanted to do what I'm doing going to pursue now mm-hmm. but I always had this like insecurity in the back of my head that I was like nobody in my college is doing this or going to the same company or doing the same job as I am so I just felt like okay like what am I doing wrong but during the pandemic, I was like, okay, everybody, honestly, just watching TikTok blow up and like seeing creators like be themselves on TikTok was kind of inspiring to me. Not that I want to like obviously be that one day, but mm-hmm. just the idea that someone could take their passions and career, whatever they're interested in, and turn it into a career because they're not scared to mm-hmm. and they are willing to put themselves out there. I think that was inspiring to me and taught me like, okay, like maybe I can do that with my career, maybe in a different way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say that was the biggest lesson that I learned because now I don't feel bad that I'm going or, like, mm-hmm. not shameful, but, like, just, like, not... I don't feel weird going yeah. into the career that I'm going into. I feel proud that I am mm-hmm. and excited. And I think before I was a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. So. I think something that I learned was to like not th- not take things too personally because during the pandemic was the first time that I went through like an intense recruitment cycle and obviously there were some parts that were great and other parts that weren't great but I definitely took things personally if the interviewer wasn't super duper kind it was my fault if I didn't get the job, it was something that I did. And that's a lot of pressure to hold on yourself, especially with everything else that you're dealing with in life. And as I got older and got more confident in my interviews and more confident in just like being myself, I realized that a lot of times if people, especially when they're older than you, if they have an attitude with you or if they don't respond to your email or if you don't get the job, it's not personal. It has yeah. really nothing to do with you. They either you just they did, didn't connect with you. Um, they are just not nice people in general, and it's <laughs> they're gonna be like that with everyone. Yeah. Or you just weren't the right fit for that job. And and whenever I heard that at first, I was like, that means that I need to change. If I'm not the right fit for the job, that means I need to change. But as I got older, I realized actually that means that they're just, they're not right for me either. It's not that I'm not right for them. They're also not right for me. So you also have the power. You also have the power when you're interviewing. Um, So yeah. I think that takes away a lot of like the pressure when you're interviewing is the fact that like at the end of the day, like sometimes it's a blessing that you don't get something. Definitely. Like there's a lot of things that I applied for that I was, I wanted so badly. I remember this one particular company that I interviewed for sophomore year and one of my distant friends got the internship 
and I didn't and I was so sad and like I was like well why didn't I get it but then now looking back if I had taken that I would have stopped recruiting and I wouldn't have ended up going where I ended up going and it just all would have been a very different scenario versus what it ended up being so I think everything really happens for a reason and it all works out in the end and know that you have power too when you're yeah. interviewing you're not just at the mercy of these companies exactly. that's really not what it's about yeah what about you what did I learn I think <laughs> what I learned is to be adaptable mm. um, I think especially as a resident advisor during the pandemic like you don't want to let your first year residents down, but there are some things that just didn't happen, got canceled, didn't work because the pandemic got in the way. Yeah. And you just have to take those situations and learn how to not feel disappointed. Why couldn't you accommodate them, though? No, but there's certain I'm things just that you <laughs> Why couldn't I hold a huge party but for why them? why couldn't you? Yeah. You tried harder. Maybe I could have gotten rid of covid yeah yeah i know i mean, that's my fault. Cared enough. i know <laughs> that's right yeah i think yeah. sometimes residents need to learn that lesson the hard way that's so true yeah, yeah. yeah. they come in um, wanting the world they, they're like they didn't someone ask you for two or like multiple the toilet paper they didn't like the one ply yes yes they Are asked for yes bring your own toilet paper then and change it out yeah they didn't like the toilet different paper. toilet paper and then like if the wi-fi goes out some residents are like can you fix the, fix wi-fi? the wi-fi they're like no that's an it problem of the whole school <laughs> what do you think i am i, I wish yeah that's funny it, it, yeah wait okay now that we're on this topic what's your craziest ra story my craziest RA story is under confidentiality. Oh, oh really? No. What's the second most craziest story? <laughs> it's a story that's not under confidentiality. What's a... Also, can you tell us... Or what's your craziest college moment? Oh, okay, that's a good one. Craziest college moment. What's your craziest college moment? I would say... With all three of us together. Craziest college Actually, no, we haven't done anything crazy together, yeah, I feel we like. We have. Honestly, we're not the crazy type. Unfortunate. <laughs> we're the type that, like, will sit by the pool all day and, like, not go partying and, like, just enjoy our company. And, like, last night, we, like, stayed up until, like, 3 a.m. just talking about random stuff. Yes, that was fun. Um, Scary we stories. We pillow fight with one pillow. Yeah, yeah. Pillow took turns. Um, craziest moment in college, I mean, no. Craziest, most fun. Craziest, most fun. Hmm. I think my whole freshman year was the most fun I had in college. Really? Yeah, I was just like... It's because of me, viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners. I was just living life. like. Look how big life was right there. With you all the time and just doing, I didn't. I took really easy classes too, which that is something that I do advise. I know a lot of people come in taking the most rigorous classes, and maybe if you're pre-med, you have to, and you don't really have a choice. But I really liked that I took. It did make it made no difference. Like mm-hmm. I'm not at a disadvantage now, yeah. and I just took the easy. Like I took photography because I wanted to learn how to do film. I took architecture, you know, whatever. I just took the easiest classes, and that gave me so much time to socialize and have fun, which is kind of what the point of freshman year is, in my opinion. 
you no one really knows what they're doing and taking hard classes is just not it <laughs> it's not it it's not it I wish I had done that because freshman year I took such hard classes and remember QTM yeah Leanne like and I took QTM which is statistics together and I, we pulled our first all-nighter in the library together That's that was probably the craziest moment because Honestly, we pulled that all-nighter, and then the next morning, we took the exam, but Leanne got an allergic reaction right before the exam. Yeah, I got hives. She she got hives. I don't know what from. Maybe just, like, lack of sleep or something. I don't know. It was crazy. Didn't you get hives for chemistry exam, too? No, I got hives. When did I get hives again? I got a lot of hives during COVID. I think when I get stressed, I get hives. Yeah. It hasn't happened in a while, but I do get hives. Yeah, so QTM, that was really... Even the smartest people I know hated that class. Yeah. Like, I don't know anyone who thought it was easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other crazy moments maybe not related to class. I loved... This is such a tour guide answer. But it just has to come out. I love Songfest. Oh, that was my... That was, it was fun. so fun. Yeah. Also, Complex should have won. Freshman okay. year. Oh, but they won every other year. Yeah, they I had enough. I know, it was really annoying, but like, we did really well. I loved the Raul essay sophomore year. That was my favorite. I think that was my most it was, fun experience. Yeah, Leanne and I were essays, sophomore advisors in a um, residence hall sophomore year. And... It's basically, we just met a couple weeks before school start with all the other advisors, and you go through, like, two weeks or something, I don't know, I'm making these numbers up, but you go through some training with all these people, so they're kind of randos, and you either click or you don't, let me tell you, like, you either like these people or you don't, and that year, I don't know what it was, but everyone just vibed so we well we were also we were also different there were so many different people kinds of people in our group and we had the most fun like everyone would get so mad at raul because we would be late we would be laughing we would just be making the most it was it was there a lot was of fun so, so much camaraderie yeah and people did not like that yeah but we loved it yeah it was so fun oh, yeah i think that was my most fun too Dang, I don't think I'll ever forget. I, I know. It was just one of the you know one of those moments yeah. where you really like you can't it's describe just, it and yeah. you can never get it back. Like yeah. and it's with people that I'm not necessarily close to one on one. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just a group. It's just it a whole amazing. group. It's a mixture of everyone together. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. Different yeah. majors, different such different backgrounds. And people who are person personality-wise I think very different. Right, yeah. But together. It just worked. It really did. I don't know what it was. It just magic ingredients. It, it really was. Beautiful. We had a lot of fun. That was really fun. It felt like summer camp. It did, yeah. That's what I kept saying. We're like, this feels like summer camp. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it really did. While learning about resources to help first year residents. Yeah. They transition that part college. was less important. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, That's so fun. That's so exciting. Was exciting. I think my favorite craziest moment, I, I, it is related to class again, but was the entrepreneurship thing that we did. Oh. That was like actually epic. We yeah. talked about this in our graduation episode, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did talk about it. Yeah. I can't believe you remembered that. You talked about it in your yes. graduation episode. No, I remember this because East and I described hmm. it, and it was just so much. It was so surprising and so fun that it happened the way it did. 
Um, it was a great way to end off. It was really a great way to end our off. college experience. Yeah. All right. So I think that's a good thing to end on just because we, I think overall we loved college. We are really happy going into where we're doing, what we're doing right now. And we're confident that the future will work itself out. So yeah, stay tuned. Um, Stay tuned for our cliff diving adventure. Oh, no. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Issa and I are posting a ton of content from our trip, and we're really excited about it because I think that... On cliff diving. um, Leanne's really excited about diving off a cliff. But, yeah, we're posting a lot of content on our Instagram, so make sure to follow us over there at Sunday Glow Pod. Um, and we're releasing episodes now every Sunday again, so we're really excited to bring you guys a lot more content. If you guys have any suggestions or feedback or anything you want to tell us, please feel free to DM us. Um, or call us. Or call us or whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, we're, we'd love to talk to you guys and, and engage with all of you. So, yeah. We'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye.